0: Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Love Y'all Lens. So in 2021, in January, we did the first 21 days with Lindsay. And what I've done is gone back and recorded these episodes and turned them into podcasts. So it's 21 days of getting organized, creating healthy routines that are going to help you work towards your purpose. And so I'm going to tune it over that way, but I just wanted to preface that before. So if you all heard me say 21 or 2021. Um, There's episodes with Jamie, there's episodes with myself, there's episodes with me and Jamie. So I hope that you all enjoy and that you all can take away some amazing information, some amazing tips to make sure that this year is exactly what you want it to be. And have things changed since then a little bit? Absolutely. The way we do things, our organization, it has. And I'm going to go back and update those, but these are still a great starting point for you. So, here we go. Y'all let me know what you think. Um, Jamie and I have had a group of photographers that we've done live videos with every single Monday. We've we, Once COVID happened, we backslid and we kind of uh, pulled away from that a little bit. But, I have just wanted to... I've always wanted to motivate people, help people uh, take what I've learned and share it with others because I think there's value in being the one that helps people and shares those things with people. It's, it's super important and that's not just for me. That's for anybody who, whatever you accomplish in life, there's nothing better than sharing and helping somebody else and that's what I want to do. So, um, Jamie and I had had education for about three years where we did live, we talked to photographers um and helped them get them motivated it was we did a lot of motivational monday stuff but i really felt like this 21 and 21 hit me uh because i wanted to be able to help moms so i'm a business owner i'm a photographer and i feel like a lot of people hear the word photographer and you don't think about uh entrepreneur things like that that's just in my mindset a lot of times photography is a hobby And, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you're doing and you're pursuing, but, or whatever you're doing, if it's a hobby, but listen, it can be more than that. And everything that I've learned over the last, uh, this is our 11th year in business and everything that I've learned has made me a better, a better wife, a better mom. um, So many things that I've learned. And so I just want to help you all share that with you because I, I truly believe deep down that everybody has a purpose. Everybody has a passion. And I want to see you all pursue that in 2021. Um, if I've learned anything from this year, is to not be scared that God's going to take care of it. It's going to be okay. But if you have that desire, follow through with it. It's so, there's a reason you have that. And so I think that there was a reason that I've had this desire to start writing and sharing on this page again. Because it's been here for almost a year. Um, but I think there's a reason I had desire and that's if I help one person have a better morning routine, succeed, whatever it is, I've done what I've done this part of what I was supposed to do. So, uh, with that being said, that's why I'm doing the 21 with 20, the 21 with 20 and 21 with Lindsay. And hopefully I'm going to, I'm going to talk about my morning routine. I'm going to tell you all things about me that nobody knows. I'm going to share things because I think people look at people that own businesses and they say, or women, and you know, we have this reel. Okay. So we have this, this Facebook, Instagram, social media reel of this is, they have the perfect life. Like, you know, you have pictures of, uh, like, uh, New Year's Eve or fixed up makeup on dressed, or working out or whatever it is, you know, and that's our real, that's our real life. And so, you know, that's the same thing with me. So I want to make, I want to, I'm going to tell you all things that go on in the next 21 days. I'm going to tell you things that I've dealt with, why I'm developed some of these habits that I developed and, um, just kind of go from there. And hopefully inspire, help, whatever it is you. So let me let me start kind of from the beginning. I've always battled anxiety and depression. I had no idea what it was. I, I, in high school, it was just this feeling of uh, uncertainty, insecurity, a lot of different things, but I didn't know what it was. And then my my, I was 20, I was 20, and I decided to go seek medical help. And I went to a family psychiatrist or psychologist, I get, I, I'm just a counselor, and I walked in and I started telling him things and some of the things I've shared on here about my family's history and um, some things that I battled, some things that, you know, you you deal with when you go through some of the things that I went through as a kid and never, just never... Um, I guess fully understood what all those things meant, what they caused. So I went and talked to a counselor and he looked at me and he goes, damn, you have problems. Well, gee, that's that's what somebody that was 20 years old and not just so confused about life and not sure why they feel the way they feel. And so he put me, he sent me to a psychiatrist or whatever, who whoever can prescribe me- medicine. And <clears throat> they put me on... It was a trial drug, but it was for somebody who suffers from seizures, and they didn't tell me anything about the medicine. They just prescribed it to me. They gave it to me, and what ended up happening was I spiraled out of control, and I'm 20 years old. I'm in college. I'm, I should be loving life. I should be enjoying everything, and I wasn't. Like, you all, I. it was It was so bad. I, this medicine affected me in so many adverse ways. It was, it was, it was scary. I honestly, at some points didn't know if I was going to survive it. Um, one night I didn't want to kill myself, but I took so much Benadryl. So I would just sleep because I, I, I was nervous. And so I swore if I ever, I was sitting in, I, I checked myself into like, um, a, a life skills, like a overnight facility that helped with things like this. And they make you sit down and do counseling. And the guy asked me, he said, what are your goals? What, what, do, you, what do you want to do after this? And I looked at him and I said, I want, to, I want to help people that are in situations like this. And he said, well, we have to get you well first. Now, mind you, this has been 13 years ago and I've told a handful of people that story because I was so, I was embarrassed. I didn't understand it. But after talking to some amazing people like Elizabeth Ayers, uh, the, um, Steve Ayers' wife from Hillview, she told me, she said, medicine can affect you in so many different ways and that's what's happened to you. And then, you know, I saw, I started seeing a really good doctor. He told me, he said, there's a bear in the room that we have to deal with. He said, but there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. You're going to get past this. And that's what I needed to hear instead of, well, damn, you have problems. And so... Obviously, I've had issues with uh, counselors ever since then, but uh, I was able to get past that. But one of the things that I did was my daddy took us out on the farm, and my dad, both of my parents were tough love, and my dad was just like, "You're not, you're, you're not going to do this. Like, you're, you're not going to do this. You're fine. Nothing's wrong with you." And so I became, t- I, f- I found out how tough I was getting through these situations. And so all of that has kind of led to this. And you know, right after that, I met Jamie. We, you know, got married a uh, to almost a year and a half later. We actually got engaged twelve years ago today. Tonight he asked me to marry him. And you know, life got better. We we got married. We started. We say we got off the boat because we went on a cruise and we started a business. And we have been so successful. And I don't say that because of anything he's done or I've done. God has just blessed our business and he has given us this voice to help people. And that's what I want to do. So, you know, we got off the boat. We started our business and we took, we have taken our photography business places that people never dreamed people didn't believe we could do it people didn't think that a photographer could do it the age that we were it was it was we had so much to prove to everybody and we've spent years and years trying to build a successful business and I hope that 2021 allows us to continue to do that but um, so then I had miles life was good I had miles I loved miles. Um, but I started battling really, really bad baby blues, and again, I didn't know what it was. He was born in November, and it just kind of spiraled. I saw myself, I was crying a lot, and I felt down, and then it was Labor Day, Memorial Day, Memorial Day weekend, that I saw one thing on Facebook, and it, this was the year of the first election, so this was like 2016, and it literally sent me into A reverse spiral and again I was at a spot where I didn't know how I was gonna get through it I didn't know if I was gonna get through it I was having to take care of two kids and try to not lose my marriage because I was so mentally in a terrible place I really honestly again I didn't know if I was gonna make it but my philosophy was I'll just look back from everything that you've gone through survived done how strong you've been and you end up in a place where you can look back and be like, okay, God got me through it this time. He has a track record where He's going to continue to get me through it. And so that's what leads us here today. When I had Miles, all of these routines had to happen for me to start getting in a better place. Now, did I do it all overnight? Absolutely not. Miles turned five, and some of these I've just started doing within the last six months. But it has changed my life tremendously. This is not something that it's not appeal. It's not um, a pyramid. It's nothing like that. You all, this is just something that works for me. And it's something that I want to help you with. So here we go. The first one today is how to get up early. Now, a lot of people are like, I can't get up early. So this is something you're going to hear repeatedly from me. Everybody has this ambition this drive whatever it is in them i truly believe that i believe everybody has that that drive in them but not everybody has the ambition or the want to and so i think that you have to find that ambition inside of you that says i'm going to do this because i need change i have to change my life i need my life to be better i don't want to stress i want to stress less I don't want to yell at my kids. I don't want to fuss at my kids. I want to make sure that, you know, dinner's ready and we sit down as a family. Basically, I want to feel like I'm not letting the world run me. I'm running my world. And owning a business, that's important to do because if you get caught up in the world's running you, you're not going to be successful. And I truly believe the same thing as being a mom, a wife, whatever it is, the hat you wear, if you let those things run you, It's going to be hard to be successful. So, you know, getting up early is something that I just started. You all, I didn't sleep till 10 o'clock by no means, but I was like a 7 o'clock, 7.30 sleeper, sleeper in And my dad had always been the one that got up early and he was singing. He was like, you're not up before the sun comes up, you're wasting the day. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Sleep feels good. My brother's philosophy in life was, you know, you live to sleep. And, Jamie, Jamie is a getter-upper. Jamie, Jamie wants to be up. He wants to get his day started. He's singing. He's happy. We hate him for it most mornings because he's the happiest, the jolliest SOB on this side of the North Pole. I don't remember what maybe that's off of. But, anyway, he's always happy. And, he would try to roll me out of bed. And, I'm like, go away. And, so, what was happening in our house is I was getting up every morning. I was getting up late. My hair wasn't getting washed, so I looked, I, I it looked rough. like I just looked rough. I didn't have time to put makeup on. I didn't have time to think about, you know, what I wore. Would it be efficient? I was getting the kids up. I was yelling, "Get out of bed! We gotta go! We gotta go! We gotta go!" And I was starting the day stressed, and I was starting my kids' day stressed, and that translated to Miles especially because Miles feeds off of me and how I feel and my emotions. He when I'm stressed, he cries he whines, he's moody. And I've noticed this since he was born and it never dawned on me that it was me and my emotions. Kids can feel these things, you all. I work with babies every single day. And if mom's stressed, you know what? Kids are stressed. Babies are stressed. It affects everybody's mood. And so I decided that I was going to try. I had to make a change. There was getting late into school late and stressed and run, run, run. It, it just wasn't going to work anymore. Something had to give because I was miserable and just felt dog tired all the time. And so when we were home for quarantine, I decided I was going to start doing this. And Holly Pickerel uh, is a client, used to be a client of ours, but she posted a book. It's called The 5 a.m. Club, and I was like, oh, I can't get up at 5 a.m., but I was getting better. I was getting up at 6.30, maybe 6.00. It was getting a little better, and we're going to talk about baby steps, too, because it's not an overnight thing, but she posted this book, and I read it, and you all, like, if a book can change how you look at the world or look at your views, this is one of those books. So... I strongly encourage you to read this book. It's called The 5am Club and it's by Robin Sharmana or something like that. You all read that book. And that's one of the things that we're going we're gonna to talk about too in my morning routine is the fact that I read every morning. I've read more books this year than I read the whole time I was in high school, which is sad sad to admit, but, um, that's one of my morning routines, which that's, that's on the agenda for tomorrow. It's pre sunrise. So getting up early does a lot of things for your body. I get accomplished. I'm highly confident now that I get accomplished a lot more than most people before 7am in the morning. Most of it's mental. It's, uh, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm not tired. And like you all, there's no magic pill. It's not, it's not a pill I pop and I'm like, Oh, I'm up. I'm happy. I'm good. No, it takes work. It all, all of these things take work and it's the baby steps. So why, why did I enjoy getting up so early? For one, what was happening is, like I said, super stressed, yelling at kids. And I was finding that if, when I got up early, it was quiet. I could pray and stay focused I could read and stay focused. I wasn't distracted and I wasn't losing family time. So, you know, I was getting up and I was doing these things, but it wasn't taken away from, there wasn't me time. And one of the, I don't even think it's on here, but self, self love is something that we'll, we'll talk about, but I think it's important. That you take care of yourself, but I'm not a huge advocate for self-love. I want that time with my family. I want that time with my kids. I don't want that time loving, loving on myself. I want that time for my family. And so that quiet time in the morning was so, was so good for me. It helped me mentally prepare my brain. Um, I didn't feel rushed. I felt better. And I was accomplishing little things. So when I got up in the morning, if I read 10 pages, if I read the Bible, if I worked out, if I made the bed, I already had succeeded for the day. And one of the things that I want you all to add to your task list, the very first thing, I want you to make your bed every, every single day. And you're like, but it's so much comfortable if I don't make it when I get back in it. No, I don't want to hear that. That's not how this works. I don't care how your bed feels the same, whether it's made or it's not made. Succeed at one thing every single day and making your bed is one making your bed is one of those things. I feel so much better after I make my bed. Maybe that's weird, but incur I want to encourage you to do that. I want you to put that when we talk tomorrow about our my pre-sunrise routine. We need to talk about that. Like I'm to the point now, I can't leave the house if the bed's not made. I just can't. I don't care if it's me that makes it or, you know, I'm putting my makeup on, I'm like, hey, kids, like, you can go back to bed really fast. That's okay, too. That's okay. Teach your kids responsibility. Um, my kids have to make their bed every single morning. Sometimes Miles is like, <sighs> he's mad about it. But um, getting up early, like, that's just, you're accomplishing things. Like I said, you feel so much better if you accomplish things before 7 a.m. When most people are still asleep, you're like, yes, I'm a champ. You've already won the day. And when you get to work or when you get your kids up, you feel like you can do anything. And that's just it. You can do anything, but you have to believe in yourself first. So let's talk about how to get up early because there's a process to it. It's, it, it sucks. If you're a sleeper, it freaking sucks. And so what time you go to bed matters. It, it just does. I mean, obviously, if you go to bed at 12 o'clock, more than likely, getting up at 5 o'clock is not its not going to work. Um, I have a lot of friends that put their bed, kids to bed at like 7.30. My kids never did that. My kids a lot of nights would rather be up later than me, um, and I'm passed out. When I first started doing this, I would go to bed at like 9 o'clock, or I was tired by 8.30. My body finally got used to it, and so typically now, I go to bed about 10 o'clock. So, I have some nightly routines that I do, uh, but bedtime's about 10 o'clock. I want to be in bed before that because I don't want to just in case I lay there. And so, uh, but I struggled with sleep. Do any of you all struggle with sleep? You're, you're laying there and you're like, did I turn? Did I do this? Did I do that? i got to do this tomorrow. And in your head, you're like running down this to-do list. Like, your brain never slows down. My brain, my brain never stops. I own a business, like I said, and I'm thinking about those sessions tomorrow, and sometimes I'm nervous about those sessions, and I'm like, did I get everything do I need? What do I need? Did I forget something? Oh, did I sign Lantan's backpack? And a million, as a mom, a million things run through your head, and so you're laying there. This is what I have found that's worked best for my sleep, and I went through a phase where I was really struggling, but good sleep matters, and so this is what I did. I bought a weighted blanket. And my mom's like, that thing would smother me. But I I can't sleep without it. I can't can't sleep without it. And if you'll put just a little lavender on it or get you a diffuser and put it in your room, that lavender smell a lot of times with your weighted blanket, it'll kind of just put you to sleep. Um, Melatonin, I do. I take melatonin every single night. One of the things that I did when I was battling my anxiety and depression and didn't want to take medication was I Googled, um, uh, sometimes Google's okay. I Googled medicine that would help with my anxiety and depression. And one of them was like, it was called, uh, Z ball Z or something like that. And it was, it had melatonin in it and that, that one worked really, really well, but I didn't wake up and I was, I wasn't tired in the morning. So if I went to, if I took it like 30 minutes before I went to bed and then I lay down and I passed out, I slept all night and then I got up, I felt great. And by no means, am I a doctor? Am I encouraging medicine? This is what's worked for me. Um, and I think a lot of people probably take melatonin just because people were telling me to try it. When I was having some issues with sleep, I put up a post about it. So, those are those are three things that I highly recommend. And um, just that lavender, we use it in the newborn room. So, it helps babies sleep. It helps adults sleep. And last but not least, Screen time before you go to bed keeps you awake. The blue light on your screen, uh, so if you're going to have to look at the computer or, you know, you're going to look at your phone, highly recommend blue light glasses because that does alter your sleep patterns. Leaving the TV on, which I still do that. We're really bad about that. We turn the TV on and I, I can't sleep without friends on. Jamie loves the sound of a fan. I can't do a fan. There's that compromise once you get married. But uh, whatever works as far as that goes for you. But normally dark, quiet uh, helps you sleep better. Your brain turns off and then melatonin and and lavender. So the next thing is baby steps. You all, like I said, I didn't just start waking up normally 8 o'clock and waking up at 5 o'clock. No, you can't, you can't do that. It, you might do it once and you might do it twice, but then, because I did that for a while, I set my alarm and I was like, oh, I'm up, but it only lasted for so long. So I think that the most important thing is baby steps. When Jamie was pushing me to work out, Jamie's degrees in exercise science and fitness. And so Jamie knows about all this stuff. When he was pushing me, he's like, you're going to feel better if you work out, you're going to feel better if you do this. But I kept telling him, I was like, I don't feel like working out. So, all these things are baby steps that's going to build to make you feel better, to feel like getting up earlier, to working out, to being motivated. We're just so dog tired. It it all, it's not going to just happen overnight. It's all building blocks and fundamentals that are going to help you get to where you want to be. But don't just think you're going to set your alarm tomorrow and get up at five o'clock or whatever time and magically be like, oh, I'm good. It's not going to happen. When I started doing this 5 a.m. thing, there was one morning this summer, I laid downstairs, I got up to go work out, which I've learned that routine doesn't work great for me to do it like as soon as I get up, but I went downstairs and Jamie turned on uh, the exercise program that we are doing and I laid on the mat and I, I swear I don't think I ever opened my eyes to work out. Like, I didn't know if I could physically lift my head up to work out. And so you have to find whatever works for you first thing in the morning, like whatever steps you have to go in, but your, whatever your pre-morning routine is. Um, so like I said, what I would do is like tomorrow, I would set your alarm, not your phone. I suggest buying an alarm clock, not your phone. I need to grab mine. Mine's over here. I'm going to put it on my, on my desk, but get a, get an alarm clock, get an alarm clock, The one I have is awesome. The screen turns off or you can dim it or whatever and uh, it has three or four alarms on it. I set it and I set all of them. I set them for like 430, 445, 5 o'clock and then I set a safety alarm for like 6 just in case I happen to hit like screw up and not get up because it, it happen I mean it it really can sometimes your body's just so tired and you're like you sleep you sleep through it it happens like it happens my kids can sleep through a tornado I swear we can have an alarm clock right by their head and they don't they don't hear anything and so set multiple alarms put it away from your hand swatter you know what I'm talking about that snooze button just really convenient to hit if it's right beside your bed and so mine sits away from our bed. It sits like where I actually have to physically get up, put my feet on the floor to go turn it off. And then if I decide to go back to bed, the other three are going off too. And so finally I'm like, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. But if you can find a way for once your feet hit the floor, go, you know, Let's just be real. I have to pee in the morning when I get up. So, I get up. I'll go pee. Uh, you can start coffee. If you have your coffee pot, just walk away. Step away from the bed. That's what you got to do. You have to step away from the bed because it's too convenient to lay back down. Um, something else that I found that works really, really well. If next to your alarm clock, you will set a cup of water with some lemon in it. It really, like, that really gets you going, to me, in the mornings, that gets me going sometimes better than coffee does, and just do that first thing, um, I'm, I'm reading my notes right now, but, um, that one, that one, that one's really, that one's helpful, too, so, and then, I have my clock set 10 minutes fast, and then in my head, I'm like, oh, I've got 10 extra minutes. You're going to do it. It's just, it's natural. But I like having it set 10 extra minutes fast just that way. Sometimes I confuse myself or I'm like, I forget about it. And I'm like, oh, I got, I got to, I got to move. I got to do this. I got whatever. Um, put your cell phone not in your bedroom. Or if it's in your bedroom, flip it over upside down so you can't see that screen light up. Or put it away from your bed. Because what I used to do in the mornings is I would get up and I would scroll. And i just keep scrolling. I'm like, oh, i got th- I got 30 more minutes before I have to get up. And I found myself just scrolling. And I wasn't accomplishing anything in the morning. How many of you all are like that? How many of you all end up scrolling in the morning? And then you look at the clock and you're like, oh, 20 minutes later, I could have had blah, blah, blah done. But I didn't feel like doing it. So, put your phone away from your bed. And just my business mindset. I was really like I would answer emails at one, two in the morning. If you move your phone away from your bed, you wouldn't have to put effort into getting up. And who wants to do that at twelve o'clock in the morning? And um but then you also yeah, yes, I'm a I'm a scroller. I'm back. I'm i well I'm a, I'm a scroller. I'm a mind numbing. This is how I this is how I just forget the world scroller. So If you will move that away from your bed, your life will change. And again, that's a blue light screen, so that can keep you up. But we put hours in the kitchen, and I have like a charging station in there. And I try not to check my phone in the mornings until after I've accomplished all of my tasks. I do have a podcast that I listen to, so sometimes that does make it hard because that's part of my morning routine. Um, And I'll have to get my phone to do that, but... Don't check it. You have to. You have to have the willpower to be like, I'm not going to check my email. I'm not going to check Facebook. I'm going to sit here, and this is the only app I'm going to open. And that's a, that's another topic that we can talk about is how to make sure you're not uh, mind numbing scrolling Facebook, where it makes it harder for you to just go do that. So let's see. When you start this, when when you start this, don't be like, oh, I can do this Monday through Friday. And then have Saturday and Sunday work I do it. Until you get in a good habit, you'll finally figure out that like your body will just start automatically getting up. There's mornings that I don't like on the weekends. Sometimes I don't set my alarm. I automatically get up and I'm fine with that. Like I wake up at 5, 5.30, 6 o'clock, whatever on the weekends. But my body just, my body automatically does it. But until you get to that point do it every single day. Don't take a day off. If you accidentally sleep in one day, like your alarm goes off, you don't hear it, or, you know, you accidentally turn it off. We've all done that. That's okay. Just get up and do it. Try again the next day. But if you take Saturdays and Sundays off with this, it's going to be hard to get in a good routine. Your body's not going to get used to it. You want to make sure that you are just, until you get to that place, don't, don't take weekends off. Please don't take weekends off. Uh, And then the last, last but not least, how dark is it in your room? So, I don't know if you can see, we just put up blinds. We didn't even have curtains and the sun comes up right over here. So, obviously, like that sun comes up through the windows and wakes us up. And how dark is it in your bedroom? I personally think like dark, dark out shades. Like when I started hanging curtains, there was like white shades that were the, were, um, the sun didn't come through. I want the sun to come through because that helps me to get up. If you're sleeping in a pitch black dark dark room, you know what? You're not gonna have a clue. Like, you're near a hotel and they got that heavy curtain. A lot of times, you don't have a clue what time it is. So, Think about that and maybe think about, I won't say redo your bedroom, but maybe just do something different with like the curtains or open the blinds or whatever, whatever it is, just make sure that you're, you're able to get up in the morning and you're setting yourself up to succeed at all these things because your body is going to work against you. Your brain is going to work against you. It's going to be, you're going to make every excuse in the world why you can't do this. And let's be real. You can do anything that you want to do. You can do it. It's just whether or not you want to. And so you have to decide this thing on this list, these things on this list, getting up early. You know what? You have to decide. I'm going to do this. I had to make that decision. I had to make that decision that I was going to do this. And as hard as it was, I was going to prove to myself that I was tough enough to do it. And so, that's what I want to encourage you all to do. Talk to yourself. Have these conversations with yourself. Be like, I'm going to do this. This is something. Challenge yourself. I do that. Like, I'll challenge, I'll challenge myself. I'll be like, I, I don't know. I, I, like, mentally, like, my brain will be like, you can't do that. I'm like, but I can. Um, watch, watch me. It's like exercise and, you know, I'll probably repeat a lot of this. I'm kind of broken record, but, um, that's one thing that exercise is good for because when I'm on the treadmill and I'm like I don't think I can go one more minute of a run, I'll turn it, my brain's going. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. You're not gonna. Do, you're not going to do this. Your your legs are gonna give out. You know what I do? I hit that button and I turn it up a little bit faster and I'm like one minute. I can do this and take it one second at a time, one minute at a time, one hour at a time and always like i know that sounds weird talk but talk to yourself like have the conversation with yourself because your brain will tell you you can't do it but if you want to accomplish anything in life if you want to be successful you have to have some boundaries where you're like brain you're not you're you're not going you're not going to convince me that i'm not able to do this and i think we get so just we get so bogged down with everything that goes on in our lives, everything, like we just get caught up in it. We get caught up in the craziness. We get caught, we're tired. You know, we're moms. We're running here, we're running there. We're running, we haven't as much this year, but we're worried about our kids' mental health. There's so many things that really make us feel like we can't. We can't do these things, but you know what? We can, we can, and that's what what I want to encourage you all to do. So, try this. I want you to do it right now. I want you to take your alarm clock, even if you have to use your phone. That's totally fine. Move the plug-in away from your bed. Move it where you have to get up. Set three alarms. Whatever you have to do. Whatever you have to do. Take some of my suggestions and try just to get up 30 minutes early tomorrow. And then the next day, try again. And then try for an hour earlier. Whatever it is. And, you know, some people don't have to get up at five o'clock. They don't. They just don't. Because what happens, you know, like I have young kids. Some people have teenagers. Some people don't have kids at home. That's okay. Like, if you're a night owl, just redirect your schedule around that. But I think that there needs to be quiet time in your life, in your mind. And mine is just at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. And, um, I plan a schedule so I know what time I have to get up every morning, what I have to do before I get up. And it's just become routine. So, and tomorrow we're going to talk about pre-sunrise routine. I'm going to tell you everything I do before the sun comes up in the morning and what I do to mentally prep and make myself better for the day. And I'm kind of giving you all some heads up to that. So, hopefully you all have enjoyed this. Hopefully that the next 20 days will be fabulous, but I can guarantee you more than likely they're going to be difficult. They're going to be hard to be like, yes, I can do this, but do it, you all. And if you're participating in this, please take the time. Please take the time to find somebody that's doing it or share it. Find a friend. You know, like I said, this is free. This This is free advice from me to you because I want you to have a great 2021. But find a friend that... Like, we'll hold you accountable. Find a friend that wants to do these things, too, and then you will do it together. Like, at 5 o'clock, text each other. Uh, Jennifer and them absolutely hate me because if I get up at 5 o'clock and uh, my phone's laying by the bed sometimes and I text them, they're like, oh, my gosh, like, don't. But find that friend that you can text and be like, hey, are you up? Have you read yet? Or, hey, get up. Whatever it is. Find an accountability partner. Maybe it's your spouse. Um, Sometimes, you know, that's good too if you don't, if you're not really, really moody in the morning and you want to fight each other. But I think those are all, you know, accountability is always great to have. So thank you all so much for joining me tonight. I hope that you loved this episode, day one of the First 21 with Lindsay. And until next time, remember, you got this.